0: are you wondering what the secret is to healing and spiritual awakening do you wonder if there are better options than meditation are you fucking sick of saying the same affirmations over and over again and journaling all of your feelings out would you like to learn to reach a sense of complete purpose in your life in today's episode on root awakening a health podcast i am doing a solo episode baby i'm going to be talking about meditation i'm going to be talking about the methods that we learn in meditation and how applicable they are to our healing process does meditation in the way that we learn it really help does meditation get us past this feeling that we need to heal does meditation allow us to continue to grow and evolve spiritually? Or can it sometimes keep us stuck? I'm going to be talking about this and the secret that I have to further healing, further spiritual awakening, and a further connection with intuition and psychic gifts. I figured out that there has been a common denominator In this evolution that I have been having over the past couple months I have never felt more satisfied in my life I've never felt more sure of myself in my life I have never been more lucrative with how satisfied I am with my work I have never been this healed I feel so healed and I feel like I've been able to push past this place where I felt so stuck in the middle of my healing journey for kind of a long time maybe like a solid year And I'm going to be sharing with you the secrets that I used to get me to this place. This is Root Awakening, a health podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening and an intuitive health coach, and I help you discover your psychic gifts and become more intimate with yourself along the way. You can follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. Say hi. Tell me what you think about this episode. Did you love it? Did you hate it? I'm always happy to connect with you, and I serve my clients through intuitive body readings and one-to-one spiritual coaching. In my intuitive body readings, I read your body and see where you have trauma stored in your body, where you have suppressed emotions stored in your body, where you have stuck energy in your body, and I give you next steps to clear that energy out so you can become a more empty vessel to get some psychic information, to be further connected with your intuition, and to just be further healed. In my one-to-one spiritual coaching, I take you through a journey with yourself. You learn to develop your intuition further, connect to your intuition, live through your intuition, live through your soul, and in the process, become very intimate with yourself along the way. You're going to get to know the real you. You're going to be able to accept the real you, and you're going to be able to fully live out your path through your intuition, and you become more self-sustainable in the process. It's beautiful. You can book 30 or 60-minute readings with me. Head to the link in my bio on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening to book a reading. You can also click the link in my bio on Facebook as well. And you are, if you are interested in one-to-one coaching, DM me on Instagram or Facebook. And my name on Facebook is M-E-M Kosick. So let's get into this episode about meditation, about the secret to next-level healing. It's going to be a good one. Super interesting, folks. I can't wait for you to hear it. folks i am so excited to be recording my first solo episode in literally months i have been in a super fuck it mood all day i couldn't decide whether or not i was going to actually release a podcast episode this week but i could not stop thinking about the topic of meditation and These healing modalities that we so often hear about in the spiritual and natural health community, so I'm talking about journaling, I'm talking about affirmations, I'm talking about meditation. As soon as we start looking into spirituality and holistic health, we learn about how helpful journaling and meditation can be. However, I believe that they can only get us so far in our spiritual journey and our healing path. I think meditation is amazing. I think affirmations are amazing. I think journaling is amazing. However, I do think these practices can tend to keep people stuck in the same place in their healing journey we don't hear this a lot in the holistic world in the spiritual world in the healing world we don't hear folks discouraging anyone from meditation because it's a beautiful practice everybody should at least try it to see how they feel about it and to see if it helps them likely it's going to be a step in your healing process however is it the answer to your healing Is it the answer to your life's purpose? Is it the answer to lifelong happiness? For some people, maybe. For me, that was not the case. For a lot of people that I know, that is not the case. If we push ourselves to meditate past the time where we enjoy doing it, if we force ourselves to journal, if we're starting to resent doing affirmations and we're starting to get sick of affirmations and journaling and meditation, but we force ourselves to do that anyway because we get told it's the best thing for us, we are going to keep ourselves stuck in the same place in our spiritual journey and our healing path. We're not going to progress past that point because we're not doing things that light us up. Therefore, Because of that, I do not force my clients to sit down and close their eyes and meditate every day. I do not force my clients to journal every day. I do not force my clients to do affirmations. If they like meditation, if they like journaling, if it brings them joy to do affirmations, I encourage it. I suggest it sometimes to see what they think. And if they want to do it, then I encourage them to do it. I celebrate them doing it. If they don't want to do it, they never have to do it. They do not have to comply with anything I say in my coaching practice. Everything is based on what excites them and what they are willing to do. However, I don't push them to meditate and I don't push them to journal and I don't push them to do affirmations because it does not work. I truly believe It does not work if you are forcing yourself to do it. There are some instances where I didn't want to journal and I journaled and it felt really good, but was that the answer to my healing? No. Indirectly, maybe. It's like a stepping stone in the healing process, but perpetuating meditation and perpetuating journaling like it's going to help you even after you're sick of doing it is not a practice that's going to that is likely going to answer all of your issues when it comes to healing and spirituality. It's not going to answer all of your questions when it comes to healing and spirituality. So I encourage everyone to try this out. But if you are sick of meditating, and you are sick of journaling, and you are sick of doing affirmations and repeating them, you don't have to do it anymore. Focus on things that you enjoy doing. So I'm really fired up about this topic, and it kept circulating through my head today. And I kept thinking, I want people to know that they don't have to do meditation if it doesn't light them up. And from my own experience, I'll give you a little background here. For me, sitting down with my eyes closed, trying to empty my thoughts or stay separate from my thoughts didn't get me very far in my spiritual journey. It certainly helped. It certainly helped me tap into my spirituality, it helped me with self-awareness, but eventually I hit a wall where I could feel that I wasn't healing anymore. However, I could also feel that I had more healing to do. So I was kind of stuck in this place where I was like, okay, I know I have to do more healing, I'm in touch with myself enough to know that I have to do more healing, but I feel like I am just stuck here. So the one, the, the one of the one of the good things that meditation brought me was the self-actualization and the self-awareness to understand that I had more healing to do. That was beautiful. But I realized at a certain point I can't continue to just rely on this one practice to give me the healing that I needed and the spiritual guidance that I needed. I also found that some of my clients, and I have experienced this as well have been more likely to overthink when they try to force themselves to sit down and meditate if you're in a really scattered place and i think this is true especially for current times and especially for the western world if you are super scatterbrained and you try to sit down and meditate that is not going to help everybody so again i encourage everyone to try meditation if you're feeling called to keep doing it do it but that is not the only answer for everyone's healing and spiritual path Meditation and journaling was not the secret to happiness for me. It wasn't the secret to life purpose and these practices weren't the secret to my healing and spiritual awakening. There was actually a different common denominator that allowed me to heal so much in my life and that allowed me to be able to access my psychic abilities. So I really do have a secret to healing and finding your life's purpose here. It can be, it's never going to be simple, but this is a kind of an overall general secret that you can keep in mind that I believe from my perspective will be more all-encompassing than trying to sit down, close your eyes and meditate. And it's an intention that might even be easier for you to grasp than the concept of, you know, meditating 10 minutes a day. But before I reveal this secret to you, I want to tell you what I just experienced earlier tonight. So like I mentioned at the beginning of this recording, I knew that I was in a real fuck it mood all day. So it was up in the air whether or not I was going to record a podcast episode today. And I thought, okay, well, we'll see how I feel. I have low energy right now. So if I feel like later I won't be able to record, that's totally fine. We'll see how it goes. If I feel inspired to make an episode, I will. If not, we are not going to release an episode this week. But like I said, I could not get this idea about how meditation isn't necessary out of my head. I wanted you all to know that if you are not vibing with meditation, that's okay. That's just what I wanted you to know, right? I didn't want to discourage anyone from it, but I wanted to help you understand that there are other options, But then I thought, you know, there's a bigger topic than this one out here. There is a bigger topic than, oh, there are other options than meditation. There's a bigger topic than that that I need to explore. And then I thought, if meditation isn't necessary, what is? If meditation and journaling isn't the secret to healing and purpose, then what is the secret to healing and purpose? And I thought, what was the thing that allowed me to fully enjoy my life? What was the thing that allowed me to make this kind of uptick in my life where now I feel super joyful all the time and just, I move through different emotions, but I stick to this sense of happiness and appreciation for life. I really feel that every single day. It's the best mental health I ever have. And it just keeps getting better. So I was asking myself, what was the thing that allowed me to fully enjoy my life? And really, before I could even finish asking that question, a few words came to mind. The word patience came to mind. The word presence came to mind. Being gentle with myself, that phrase came to mind. And right when I made this realization, right when these words and phrases were coming to mind, my good friend Ida Asare DM'd me. Ida is a coach too, as well as a psychotherapist. You can find her on Instagram at Ida. She saw that I dyed my hair blonde this week and she said, wow, Em, you're blonde now, hell yeah. And I said, yeah, it's been so much fun. It's been a really cool experiment. I've always wanted to know what it would be like to be blonde, so you know, why not? And I told her that I really know that I'm on this earth to experiment and gain wisdom from trying new things out. I told her that I knew that was one of my biggest purposes. And she said something like, damn, Em, you really are thriving. And then she said, and usually when people describe thriving, they talk about money or something like that. But I know what you're doing is just working for you. It's not even something you're doing. You're just being. And in being, it's working. So, you know, just keep being. That was almost word for word what she said. What you're doing is working for you. It's not even something you're doing, you're just being. And in being, it's working. So, you know, just keep being. And I was like, holy shit. She says stuff like this all the time, by the way. Ida is incredible amazing person. I was like, holy shit, Ida, you fucking nailed it. You fucking nailed how I feel in this life at this point in time. And Ida had no idea that I was about to start recording this podcast. And I was about to start talking about this very topic. She had no idea I was about to do this. But as soon as Ida said what she said to me, it fully fucking clicked. Being, just being. Being is the common denominator of my healing process and my success in life. Even about six months ago, I wasn't feeling fully fulfilled. I wasn't feeling like I was healing enough. I wasn't feeling truly happy. I didn't feel like I truly knew myself yet. I didn't feel like I truly knew who I was yet. I wasn't feeling fully satisfied until... Around the start of this year, 2021, I learned to just be. We are human beings for a reason. We are human to experience this earth, to experience the good and the bad, the light and the dark. And if we weren't meant to experience this earth, we wouldn't be on it. This earth includes volatile elements. The good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly exists on this earth already, even without humans. The earth in its nature has volatile elements. The ugly happens by nature. The beautiful happens by nature. The destruction happens by nature. The building up and the rebirth happens by nature. Burning everything down happens by nature, literally. So even without humans, this earth has this duality of the good and the bad, beautiful and the ugly. So because we are on this earth, we are meant to experience this polarity. How do we experience this polarity and not fall apart? How do we experience this polarity and not get swallowed up? How do we experience this polarity and win the game of life or of being on earth or of being human? We achieve all of these things by being. So I'm going to tell you what being, just being, means before you start thinking, okay, well, how the fuck do I do this? It sounds cheesy as hell. I've heard about just being on a podcast, but it's never really clicked. Before you go there, Let me explain this to you. And once you experience this for yourself, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I want to implant this into your brain if you have the space for it and if this feels good for you because I want you to start seeking this state. I want you to start seeking the state of being if this feels good to you, okay? So what I'm going to tell you about what just being means is Trusting what gets thrown at you in life. Trust that it's getting thrown at you for a very intentional reason. Okay, so this is kind of the first sub-secret of being. This is the first guiding step to just being. Trusting what gets thrown at you in life. Trust that it's getting thrown at you for a reason. Trust that you're meant to experience it. Trust that if you allow yourself to experience everything that gets thrown at you, if you allow yourself to experience all this with an open mind, it will lead you to the most alignment, the most balance and the most healing. If you approach everything in life with an open, objective, nonjudgmental mind, it will lead you to the most happiness and most alignment in your life. By trusting that the events that come into your life are there for a reason, you release your need to control. And by releasing control and loosening the reins on what happens, we allow life to move in flow and we discover hidden lessons and intuitive signs that we wouldn't discover if we were trying to control everything. So when we loosen the reins, we allow that flow to move through our lives. And we discover these cute little lessons and we connect with their intuition more. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't discover these lessons. We wouldn't discover intuition more if we're trying to control everything. So that brings me to the next sub-secret of just being. And this is being gentle on yourself. Allowing yourself to be means accepting the feelings that are coming up and accepting the emotions that are coming up and accepting your true personality, even if the world tells you you're awkward or too much or this or that, whatever bullshit. Accepting yourself despite what society tells you is part of being. We are on this earth as humans to make mistakes and to learn from them. To learn more about ourselves. To gain wisdom from our mistakes. We are not on this earth to regret mistakes. Allow yourself to make mistakes. That's how we gain knowledge. Allow yourself to be yourself. That's how you really learn about yourself. If you're not fully stepping into who you are and you are suffocating your personality, or you are turning it down for other people, or you're saying phrases that you hear everybody else saying because you think that will make you sound more socially acceptable, you're never going to get to lo- get to know yourself. You learn more about yourself by being yourself. If you're not stepping into fo- who you fully are or who you fully want to be, right? Sometimes we have to play around with our personality and see what works for us. I spent most of my life unsure about who I was. So I had to start trying out different personalities. <laughs> I had to start experimenting with, okay, is this who I really am? Is this who I really am? And I found out who I really was by experimenting different types of humor. This wasn't a very intentional thing where I would like write a script for myself. But I tried out kind of different types of energies to step into. And I figured out which one was my own. Okay, that's something to try if you spent most of your life not knowing who you are, like me, right? Eventually, I found out who I was by experimenting and stepping into these versions of myself. Do that. If you're not doing that currently, do that. The next secret to being is validation. Validate that you are a human being with emotions that change every day. Validate that you are a human being with energy levels that change every day. Validate that you are a human being who doesn't feel the same at every hour of the day. Validate that you are a human being that is unsure of things sometimes. Validate that it's okay not to know all the answers immediately. Maybe even validate that you're not meant to know all the answers immediately. Otherwise, your head would likely explode. We are not meant to know all the answers. We are not meant to learn all the answers. It's okay that some things are unanswered in our lives. It's okay that we don't have closure on everything in our life all at once. It's again part of the human experience. It's part of being here. Why are we humans on this earth? Why aren't we like angels flying around? Why aren't we completely self realized perfect beings? Because there's a duality, we're meant to experience this beautiful dance between the two polarities and just live this life to live out the human experience, this imperfect human experience. It wouldn't be a human experience if we knew all the answers, we would be God if we knew all the answers. We have Godly powers, I believe that we all have Godly powers. I believe that our souls are God's presence in us, but we're still human on this earth for a reason. So we don't know everything. We're not meant to know everything. Our psychic abilities aren't meant to be 100% perfect, because then we wouldn't be human. Understand that you don't need to know all the answers right now. That's okay. Nobody knows all the answers right now. Nobody does. I don't. A billionaire doesn't. You don't either. It's okay. We wouldn't be human otherwise. The last secret to being is presence. Okay. Look at the earth around you. Look at the earth around you. Look at the earth around you. Be in that. Be on this earth. Be in nature. Stick your head out the window and smell the fresh air outside. Smell the air coming into the house. Open the window. Smell the breeze. Feel the breeze on your skin. Listen to it. Listen to the birds outside. Really look at whatever you're looking at. Are you looking at the sunset? Are you looking at the sky? Are you looking at your best friend? Are you looking at your feet? Are you looking at the wall in your house? Really look at what you're looking at. Be there. Be where you are right now. Experience what you are experiencing right now, even if it's not exciting. Be there. Very important question to ask yourself multiple times a day. Are you being in the moment? Am I being in the moment or am I thinking about the past or the future? Am I living or am I trying to escape? Presence is being here right now and seeing what you're seeing, feeling what you're feeling, hearing what you're hearing right now. muji who is like a spiritual guru guy he does some sick meditations on youtube that i love not all my clients love him not all people love him but but um i i like him i like what he's doing he has a really nice quote i might be kind of paraphrasing it but he says this now is so fresh that there cannot be a history of it there can't be a history of now this moment is so fresh. Each moment is so fresh. So let's enjoy that, right? Let's be there for that. Let's not miss that. There can't be a history of now. Just being in the moment, being the freshest moment. How special is that, right? Okay, now this is how everything comes full circle. So I'm kind of gonna eat my words that i was saying at the beginning of this episode i'm kind of gonna pull everything together and it's just beautiful how this state of being ties in to everything including meditation right when you start to just be to just experience this world and this earth and what it's like to live on this earth You stop judging yourself. You stop judging your actions. You stop judging your thoughts. This is something that Ida was also telling me today. She says, I catch myself all the time. No, I'm not judging myself anymore. I don't do that anymore. Right. And I agreed completely. Oh, shit. I do the same thing. I keep catching myself. Why am I judging myself? I'm just going to be here. Be a human. There's nothing to judge. I'm just being a human, right? You stop judging your actions. You stop judging yourself, your past self, your past, your thoughts, your actions. You stop trying to control everything. And you start to be in a waking meditative state all the fucking time. You start to be in a waking meditative state all the time. By being and living in the present, you just start to live your life in this meditative state, not worrying about the past or the future, just focusing on the present, not judging yourself, allowing your thoughts to pass through your mind, and knowing that each event that comes at you in life is coming at you for a reason, so you can learn from it. When you are being, you are walking around in a meditative state. Ida and I really just realized this tonight. It's like an accidental meditation that you discover by just being. It's an accidental meditation that you discover by just being. And from my view... It could be the only meditation that you need for your spiritual practice. It could be. You could sit down every morning for 10 minutes with your eyes closed, but never make a change in the rest of your life. Having a goal instead of being applies to every waking moment that you have on earth. So it's this interesting dynamic where... It depends on how you look at meditation, right? If you look at meditation as a specific time in your day where you sit and you close your eyes and you try to separate from your thoughts and you just hope that that practice filters out into the rest of your life. Or meditation can be taking a walk with your eyes open and looking at what's around you. Meditation can be separating yourself from your thoughts throughout the entire day. Meditation can be not judging yourself. Meditation can be just sitting with your friend and enjoying a conversation and loving them so much in that moment. Meditation can be just having a practice of gratitude by looking at what's in your house and being excited about it. Meditation doesn't have to be sit down close your eyes stay still stay quiet You better shut the fuck up and hopefully nothing goes through your mind Meditation doesn't have to be that and when you keep a goal of just being You are implementing that practice into every day every minute that you are awake and in turn that kind of becomes a meditation So in the end, is technically meditation the answer to healing? Maybe in a sense. But I think that what I have found with how I can transform my life and how I really reach the next level of healing, the next level of spirituality, and the next level of intuition, it wasn't the type of meditation that we typically get taught. That was not the answer to healing for me. Sitting down, closing my eyes, staying still, I wasn't the answer. It was a necessary step. It was an essential step in my process. Trying that it was an essential step in my process to spirituality and further healing. But so was every other event that I tried. So was every other life event. So was every other practice. Trying all different kinds of diets was an essential stepstone in my process of healing, realizing that having no diet suits me best. That was an essential step in my healing. Affirmations were an essential step in my healing. Doing drugs was an essential step in my healing. It led me to realize I don't want to do this and I want to be myself. And I prefer to be sober most days out of the year. Each step was essential in my process. Without trying meditation, I probably wouldn't be as self-aware as I am now. I would always recommend trying it. But forcing yourself, this is really what I want to get at here. Forcing yourself to do the same thing every day. If you feel stuck doing that, don't do that anymore. Do what feels right to you. Do what excites you. Do what makes you happy and take everything pretty lightly. Understand that you're on this earth for a reason and you're being presented with new opportunities all the time. You're being presented with situations that you are meant to learn from. Have fun with that as much as possible. I hope you loved this episode let me know what you think about it folks let me know what ideas came up for you was it annoying to hear that meditation maybe isn't the answer to healing but like kind of is are you confused are you excited about this is this new information is this old information to you let me know what you think i'm so excited to hear your feedback if you did love this episode subscribe to this podcast leave a rating and review share this podcast with your community and if you'd like to book 30 minute or 60 minute readings with me, head to the link in my bio on Instagram at emily's.rootawakening to book a reading. You can also do this on Facebook. My Facebook name is M E M Kosick. And you can click the link in my bio there. It will take you to my reading page where you can book with me. I am Emily Kosick, intuitive health coach and CEO of Root Awakening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love you so much. I am so grateful for you. This community would not be the same without you. It literally would not be the same without you. This world would not be the same without you. You are fucking irreplaceable. I love you so much. See you on the next episode.